Oh my god, hi, how have you been? I haven't seen, oh my god, it's been like so long since we've seen each other. It's so weird to run into you here. Like, oh my gosh, we should, no, we should, we should, see, no, really, really. We should like totally get coffee sometime in the future at some point, which will probably never happen. Ever. It was so good to see you. Anyway. I got gout. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Seven Bells. Uh, we apologize for our uh, brief uh, lack of content, but you um, know, you know we uh, can't do things. I'm back from vacation, and we had some uh, technical difficulties yeah. last week. So, but everything's good. Everything's good. We seem to be recording at full volume yes, here um, with the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So. Welcome back to The Seven Bells. This is the podcast where we read through the Old Kingdom series by Garth Nix, chapter by chapter. We are currently in halfway through Lyriel. I'm your host, Alex. I have read the series. I'm, my co-host is Zach. Howdy. Who has never touched a book in his life. No, no, it burns me, actually. I have to go pick up the lotion after we're done with the show. Yeah, it's prescription only. <laughs> I know, it's tough, but I do it for you people. Exactly. We appreciate that. You know, we always want people to put themselves at a degraded, uh, you know, health uh, for your entertainment. Doctor says it should be the bones should be poking through by uh, abhor- halfway through abhorson. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. The added friction will help you turn pages faster. Ooh, skeletal. <laughs> anyway, so before we get on to the show, I just want to plug the other shows that we have. Uh, we have So What Did You Learn, which is a comedy interview podcast where we learn from other people's mistakes so you don't have to, uh, which is quite fun. We have a couple new episodes out. And the other podcast, what is that one, Zach? That is Rocktanica. What? Rocktanica? Holy shit, Rocktanica. Rocktanica! Yeah. And it's hosted by our own super producer, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. It's a rock history podcast, but it's so, so much more than that. It, and how. Yes. It's a show where we uh, kind of dissect concerts and dis- disasters. Song and, lyrics. Yes. And we've got our uh, our new series called Rocktanica Riffs, where we dissect well, uh, well, our bite favorite sized song pieces. Well, bite-sized pieces. Well, bite-sized pieces, each one's a song. A little bit of content. A little bit, a tiny little bit of bone con. Yeah. But it's regular con. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Also, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, five stars is amazing, and it helps us with our metrics. Yes. And then uh, more people can listen to our uh, shitty, shitty content. Indeed. And I hope uh, people out there enjoyed our interview with uh, Mondo, friend of the show. Really interesting. I, I loved the loved the discussion. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I'm glad you came Appreciate the shout out and the uh, Simpsons reference. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was that was actually really fun. And uh, props to uh, Dallas for editing that all together uh, because the conversation that we had was kind of all over the place, but which is par for the course with, uh, you know, when Mondo and I get in a conversation about anything. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Now you, was... get to see, now you get to listen to it, listeners. Yay! Yes, it's fun. Uh, it was a good discussion if you want to know where the word at Porson came from and where the inspiration came from. Yes. It's a good listen. I uh, did try to, d- to fact check that in real time, but I couldn't uh, find it and I haven't yet gone back because... Because I am lazy. Yeah, don't worry about it. Shall we get on with the episode? Uh, today we are discussing chapter 24 of Lyriel, which Indeed. is the exact halfway point in Lyriel, which is pretty neat. Pretty neat. Uh, so last chapter, chapter 23, Samoth is a sad boy uh, and has a lot of feelings and acts out his feelings and has kind of tantrums, <laughs> uh, which are understandable, if not cringy and uncomfortable and yeah. made us have a sad... 
Game recognizes game, and, you know, yeah. things like You're that. Yeah, you're like, oh, no, yeah, I was 16 once, too. Okay, uh, um, so yes, last chapter, uh, Samoth is a sad boy, uh, and we had a sad time, and we felt very sad. Yeah, so and, and then we left you for three, going on three weeks now. Oh, my God, we're so bad at this. <laughs> well, it's it's real... Uh, we don't deserve to be paid for this. <laughs> We're so bad at our jobs. No. <laughs> no, no, it's um, a real Empire Strikes Back uh, cliffhanger ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sabriel and Touchstone uh, do arrive back after Samrath disastrously dances the Bird of Dawning at the Midwinter Festival, uh, which was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, and he's having a, a sad. And he goes up and he's going to try and tell Touchstone that he can't be a person in waiting because uh, he, it's obviously not for him he's gonna have the big like big, big boy sit, sit down talk and and then his sister walks in and ruins everything and word vomits all over the uh, sentimental moment right and touchstone's like hey by the way your mother was injured so she's down in the reservoir um you know using the great charter stones to heal herself so we all need to have a family talk yep and to the abhorsen cave to the abhorsen cave Bells, bells. <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, they go through the Ingle Nook, which is a fun uh, vocab word from last episode. Yes. And uh, head down into the reservoir. And that is where uh, chapter 23 ends. And chapter 24 begins. Yes, chapter 24. <laughs> chapter 24 uh, begins with them getting on one of the barges in the reservoir and slowly drifting towards the center where the six great charter stones are. And during this journey from the edge of the reservoir to the charter stones, Samath is kind of musing on the nature of charter magic. And yeah. like, he has this kind of fear building up in him. Um, Cause he's like, why, you know, the, he's like, oh, this is where my grandmother and aunts were killed by Caragor because it was a trap. And he, yeah, he's he, looking he around, slit their throats and took their blood to break the charter stones. And it takes royal blood to make charter stones. And it takes royal blood, or at least chartered blood, of the three great charters, Claire, Apportion, or Royal, to recreate the stones, to remake them. But why? why what is special about that blood the royal like, blood my blood my blood and like why is it so magical you can't recreate it with other charter marks like yeah. it's magic that only exists in the bloodline so like he's waxing real philosophical that? yeah he's really wondering he's like i uh, i wonder how this works um but his father being a um bastard prince and a guardsman when he was imprisoned uh, in a figurehead for 200 years only really knows battle magic and um you know, ta taught him everything he knew, you know. practical fighting magic. Yeah. You know, he taught Sam with everything he knew about the charter, but he doesn't know any of the, like, deeper secrets of charter magic or anything yeah, like that. Nor does he have any interest in it, probably because he's too busy, you know, running around and fixing shit. But Right, right, right. And uh, and there's this reference of, like, a trope that exists in, all, like, all fantasy, which is so stupid. <laughs> and I don't fault Garth Nix for using this trope because it's just so ubiquitous, but... Samoth notices the scars or, you know, the, the the narrator references the scars on Touchstone's hand that go from his pinky to the ball of his thumb oh. because he was using his own blood to remake the Charter Stones yeah, and the Charter Stones helped him remake them, uh, you know, otherwise he would have died. He had to spend years toiling, shirtless, sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and Touchstone, not super good at charter magic or the deeper magics, uh, and that the stones wanted to be remade, so they kind of assisted him in yeah. their own remaking. It was a symbiotic relationship. But the the trope that's dumb is <laughs> using your palm to cut like any sort of like blood ritual, From like pinky blood to pinky, like across the grip of your hand. You like, know that useful part of your hand that uh, grips and closes yeah. and does everything. If you're going, if you're going to cut down your hand, if you're going to cut down your palm, I would imagine cutting from the index finger to the 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 heel of your palm on the outside of your hand would be better because that's where your hand naturally folds. Or just literally anywhere else in the body. Yeah. Why does uh, it have to be Your upper thigh. <laughs> just fucking cut yourself on your upper thigh. It's the same goddamn blood. Why does it have to be like, well, you know, when Kiss made their Kiss comic, I'm sure Gene <laughs> Simmons didn't drag a blade dagger. across his guitar playing hand. Yeah, he had to go play bass terribly later. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I even saw a comic where it was like, oh, we need blood for the blood ritual. And they're like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm getting blood. They're like, yeah, you're an archer. You really think <laughs> you're going to be able to fire an arrow in 20 minutes Wait, it, they're like why are you pulling down your pants and you're like i'm doing it the smart way like <laughs> just like it it makes no sense yeah but it's just it, so annoying it you're like, be why 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 i mean this book was written what in 2001 2000 something like that it was published in 2001 yeah so but, it's, a, it's a little you know it has 20 years less of trope on it so it gives it a little bit of a yeah, you know, reprieve that exists in every every fantasy thing. you're not it's wrong like, it's, it's just token and you know, every time i see it i'm just like that's the worst you have to hold things <laughs> your hands are literally the most useful part of your body other than your brain it seems like like cutting a like a bit of your nose would be even more like beneficial and the face gushes like if i've learned anything from professional wrestling yeah could make a cut on your temple <laughs> yeah like, that would you would have so much blood fantasy writers should watch more professional wrestling and then learn how to gig which is cutting yourself with a little razor <laughs> <laughs> absolutely anyway um yeah Fun so tangents. touchstone recreated the the great charter stones with his own blood and um, as they're drifting towards the six great charter stones in the middle of the reservoir, uh, Samath is, you know, thinking about all these horrible things that have happened there. And then they, you know, his eyes adjust to the light and he can't see his mother on the other bar. She's like, she's panicking. He's like, oh my God, it's Karagor. Oh, fuck, it's Karagor. It's Karagor. <laughs> and Samath, um, Touchstone, like, slaps him on the back. <laughs> and he's like, ugh. Yes, uh, and it is his mother. She's just lying down on the. Yeah, bars. Touchstone is real uh, sitcom dad in this uh, chapter. <laughs> he's like, he really is. He's like, he's total sitcom dad. I love it. I love it. It's great. <laughs> so they um, all drift towards the the other barge, and they reunite, and and everything's nice and wonderful. Uh, Sabriel is <laughs> here's a horrible wound on her leg that she's keeping. <laughs> a ghastly wound. Ghastly. <laughs> So uh, at this point, they're, you know, having these this conversation about, oh, you know, how have things been? And, oh, I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> oh, the leg. Oh, that's nothing to worry about there. That's, uh, that's just a little bit of, we ran into a little bit of trouble there. She's like, yeah, uh, my wound is still pretty bad. Uh, your father is mad at me because he thinks that I almost got myself killed. But I don't quite understand it because I would think he would be happy that I didn't. Yeah, and then we get another bit of sitcom, sitcom dad. dad. He's like, well, you, 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 they've been, uh, all, you've been <clears throat> being sent to these areas where there's much more dead than they report, and everything's much more dangerous. I just and worry. let's just look at the look at the regions that you're being sent to. It's like I it, something stinks. 
Uh, and Sabro's like, yes, honey, uh, we agree. Everyone we agrees. Agree. We all know. Yes, everything. It's it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then Touchstone just kind of harumphs, and like that's the last we hear of him in this conversation. She says, yeah, I'll be fine after I heal up. And Touchstone's like, this time, how badly were you hurt? Uh, and she's like, pretty seriously. To be perfectly honest, if I hadn't run into your father on my way back, I probably wouldn't have made it. Yeah. Uh, and that is kind of a grim sort of wake-up call uh, to Samath because he kind of always thought of his mother as this ageless... Like, invincible. Invincible. Yeah, this is the first time uh, Sam can kind of see, like, age on his mother's face mm-hmm. and, like, the gray in her hair and the wrinkles starting to form. It's like me when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> you look like that fucking Ghost King from uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Or the one of the pirates uh, in the Carib- Pirates of the Caribbean movie. The Dead they- Man's Chest? Yeah, or no, exactly. no, the first one. The first one, yeah. yeah. When you pass through that one. You're in light. one. <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, they kind of have this back and forth about, you know, how she's being sent to, to dangerous places. Yeah, they start to worry if it's maybe a plot of some kind and start to... Uh, I don't know, I feel like this is where we start to get kind of what might be the main conflict... You get uh, the main thread of the conflict mm-hmm, uh, throughout mm-hmm. our book. Yeah, um, because they start talking about how um, not only is Sabriel being sent to these uh, dangerous places, but um, and Celsier has been sending uh, sent a thousand refuge uh, Sutherling refugees across the wall, mm-hmm. um, and they just fucking disappeared. Yeah, and uh, they think that uh, Coralini who has picked up 12 seats on the Encelsier Moot Court panel. Right, which is apparently the super nationalist... Uh, the populist nationalist... Populist nationalist yeah. uh, politician guy. They're, they think he, that he's being funded with Old Kingdom gold. So there's someone in an, in the Old Kingdom that is funneling gold into Encelsier to uh, influence politics mm-hmm. to get the Sutherling refugees sent over the wall. Right, and then using this refugee crisis as basically an opportunity to possibly make an army of the dead Uh, yeah um especially because they're talking about how you know a thousand refugees have been sent north across the wall but they've only found 20 to 20 20 score uh which uh, not that much a score which is 20 yeah there you go um (laughs) full score they've only they've all been dead so they haven't found any of the other refugees so they think that free magic is at play yes yeah, Elamir's like, oh, maybe I could find them. They're like, <laughs> shut up, Elamir. Shut up, Elamir. <laughs> uh, it, no, it's sorcery, and um, that's really is the heart of the matter. Yeah, even the Claire um, can't see them. Yeah, and they're, well, they're like, before we discuss it further, we should probably make efforts to make sure we're not overheard. And so then they, you know, lower the cone of silence the from Get Smart. The cone of silence! They make a, uh, you know, a ma- charter magic barrier of sound, I guess, like a anti-spying charm. I- yeah, basically, it, it is basically the cone of silence from Get Smart. Yeah, <laughs> which is that's a fifty-year-old reference, right there. I, I love it. <laughs> um, so, so once they uh, lower the cone of silence, um, they're like, now that we can't be overheard, uh, your father and I believe that the Sutherlings have been sent north of the wall to be killed, can be uh, used by the Necromancer, so the, the dead spirits that owe them allegiance. Uh, they can use them for 
for whatever they want. Yeah, they could wipe out all of those refugees and have all those soul credits mm-hmm. in a second or a minute, I think. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Elamir's like, well, c- couldn't the Claire, like, why can't the Claire see it? And they're like, well, um, well the, the Claire have stuff. learned over the last five or six years that there's a region near Mount Abed, sorry, Abed, <laughs> Abed, Mount cool, cool, Abed, cool. Uh, and the, the east shore is the Red Lake that they cannot see and that our royal uh, writ and our uh, our authority does not hold so um it's every- kind of a lawless zone over there y- yeah which is um kind of funny because they've tried um <laughs> elamir's like well shouldn't we call out all the trained bands and take the guard down and sort it out once and for all uh and they're like cute we um, thought of that we thought of that uh, but every time we try to get to the heart of the matter, something else happens somewhere else. Yes. People keep sending, you know, your mother this way and that way. And I'm running around trying to fix charter stones. Is I being touchstone? Because I am touchstone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, you know, we tried that. Everything, every time we try it, something comes up somewhere else. And we thought we got to the heart of the matter, which is the, you know. The, Brian the... Adams song. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> No, we thought we got to the heart of, mat- heart of the matter, which was, uh, and Sam's like, oh, the necromancer woman at Robelstown. Yeah. And they're like, yes, Chlor of the Mask. We thought that she was um, the heart of it. Um, Turns out. But, uh, you know, Sabriel's like, I made her walk to the sixth precinct, but I didn't make sure she crossed the ninth gate. And so there's a chance that she might still be active yeah, and Sabriel's around. too tired and beat up. She yeah. couldn't make her walk, Chlor walk all the way to the ninth gate mm-hmm. like she should have, as she monitors just herself for but yes she's like stupid stupid (laughs) she's like you know honestly we don't know what it is like it could be a whole bunch of things but we think it might be you know when we we thought it was claw the mask but obviously it's not who knows if she's still alive right it could be the necromancer that That, you fought samath yeah and then he like uh rubs his uh wound rubs his his wound he's like You know, I tried to look up Chlor the Mask. I tried to find references to this other necromancer. Um, none exist. There's nothing at the house. Yeah. There's no, no I mean, other abhorsence. The, the palace, uh, when it burned, we lost so much knowledge. And the Claire, they have this great fucking library, but they can't ever seem to find anything helpful in it. A little, uh, uh, little, little dig, dig at the Claire. Yeah, the Claire fucking dig. suck. <laughs> They're too focused on the future, she says. It's a nice library, though. Chlor of the Mask seemed sort of strange. Like, not just... Like, something about her didn't seem right. Something's off. Something's off. And so I don't know who follows and who leads. Yeah, so it um, could be Hedge from Edge, or it could be Chlor of the Mask. Exactly. And now, they don't know Hedge, that his name is Hedge from Edge. No. Um, they just know him as the Necromancer, because they, yes. they haven't met him yet. They're like, you know, with with Coralini and the, the gold that we think is funding this court... Uh, the, the, you know, the, the highest uh, authority in the land of Encelstier, um that would make these decisions about sending the Sutherlings north across the border. They may even be engineering the political unrest and that causes the Sutherlings to be refugees in the first place. Now, all these things are possibly interconnected yes, somehow. Yes, all we the don't machinations are like Good flowing together. Thank you. <laughs> flowing together and, you know, Sabriel says, it is our belief that they're going to try and send all 200,000 Sutherling refugees north of the wall and kill them so that they open up a gate to death that is so vast and so unstemmable 
that even if all abhorsens were living at the same time, wouldn't be able to stop it. Yeah, they want a big ass soul collection. Big ass, ten feet of ass soul collection. Um, because we're very serious here on the seven bells. Yes, of course, serious voice. Uh, and that actually ends chapter twenty-four. It does indeed. Uh, it's kind of in the middle of you know, we, and we will. It, it, just like all books that have chapters, it continues Imagine in the that. next episode, the where we discuss the next chapter. I'm really smart today, same guys. Same bat time, Holy same bat shit. channel. <laughs> um, no, but yes, but this this and the next chapter are kind of one long conversation. Basically. So we'll get to the rest of it next episode. Yeah. But but this is a setup uh, chapter. I think it would be fair to call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next episode is a resolution chapter. A lot of this chapter is. Uh, describing magic. Yeah. You know, there's some decent, like, page and a half or so sections where it's describing how magic is being performed, which is fine, um, but uh, not that interesting when being relayed in podcast form. So, But it, what is interesting in podcast form is that I like the uh, familiar um, interactions that the the whole family had between Touchstone and uh, his wife, Sabriel, between mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the kids and their uh, mothers. It, mother and father it really really worked and it really yeah they feel like a family unit yeah and they felt like distinct characters with their own personalities and own concerns and hopes and dreams that they brought Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. so uh, i i really enjoyed that as part of it yeah uh what else did you enjoy about this chapter um i also thought it was funny uh when uh so before we got the description of that they have the little barges that go through I imagine it would really be really funny if they had a bunch of royal waiters, like, you know, <laughs> just those little rubber uh, overall things. It's amazing. Like, with a royal seal on it. Just gilded waiters. <laughs> oh my god, that would make it feel more like a royal sewer than anything. <laughs> oh, to the royal sewer. <laughs> we could, we would finally be a sister. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> no, a sister, a sister isn't the same as a... Um, cesspool or... A cesspool, like, no, yeah. it's, it's a... It's like a well or something like that. I don't know what a cistern is actually. It's I mean it's it's like a it's like a water tower, I think is a cistern. Hmm. I don't know actually. Right in. <laughs> yeah. Or we could just fucking look it up. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Throw it in your Google machine. <laughs> um yeah, so what did we learn about the world from this chapter? Uh, I don't feel we learned a whole lot. Other than the fact that we're getting more into the whole, this whole like international political yeah. system, like that I said, exists. I think I think this is starting to lay down the, our main thread for what because we're halfway through the book and now I think this is going to be our main like concern, concern, focus, uh, the main quest, if you will, uh, of the rest of the book, uh, dealing with this refugee crisis and what it could mean for the old kingdom and in turn the rest of the world. Mm, yes, mm, indeed, indeed. Mm. Yes. I also really liked uh, the description uh, before they get to the uh, charter stones of Sam's just looking at the water and it's spelled with charter marks and mm-hmm. stuff. The water absorbs charter magic. Yes. To the point where even around the charter stones, it's less water than magic. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of funky how it mess- <laughs> messes with it. You think that's the uh, same lo- water they put in liquid death uh, cans? Absolutely. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. If you buy liquid death, you will be magical. You'll it's become charter. <laughs> you'll become charter magic. Charter preserve you with liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> we are not sponsored by liquid death, but please do sponsor us. It would be cool. Yeah, we like your advertising campaign. Indeed, I've never bought your product. <laughs> <laughs> 
but um, yeah, how would you rate this chapter on a scale of one to seven, Zach? A uh, scale of one to seven, I give this chapter a five out of seven. Nice. Yeah, a little above average. Um, consider consider about four to be average. Um, mm-hmm. it is actually in the middle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Technically, 3.5 would be in the middle. No, but we're not doing a number line. We're doing (laughs) discrete units. Indeed. So, a little little above average. Like I said, I like the familiar interactions a lot. I liked some of the uh, kind of information we did get. Uh, Cool to know Touchstone rebuilt the Charter Stones himself. Mm -hmm. That's cool to know. And I like Sabriel's little, it wasn't a speech, but a conversation to uh, her family. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Overall, pretty good. Yeah. I uh, I think, I don't know, Chlor the Mask is just so cool. Yeah. It was nice Every to Every time see she's mentioned, back. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. She's cool. There's some cool fan art, or fan art of her out there, if you look yes, it up. Yes. Yes, there is. Yeah. I just don't dig too much if you don't want spoilers. Yeah, so that's why I stopped doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Chlor well, is dope. Would, Chlor would, would be a great cosplay. That would be really cool. Well, if you would unblock old Kingdom Wiki off my computer, I could... <laughs> <laughs> Never! <laughs> anyway, um, that has been, I guess, our episode for this week. Yeah, I don't have any other notes. Um, nice to be back. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. And look forward to uh, many more weeks. If you have thoughts, opinions, critiques, please send us an email at sevenbellspodcast at gmail.com. That is the word... The, sorry, the number... The number seven bells podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at seven bells pod. It's the number seven bells pod at uh, on Instagram. Yes. And we have a subreddit, a Indeed. cute little subreddit that is the word seven bells podcast, which is why I always get this wrong whenever I plug it on the podcast. Because <laughs> continuity is stupid. Because continuity is stupid, and I never remember anything. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. See you guys next time. (laughs) Alright, goodbye everybody. We love you. Great to be back. The Seven Bells Podcast is brought to you by the So What Did You Learn Podcast Network. If you like what you heard, please rate and review our content on iTunes and check out our other shows under the So What Did You Learn Network.